Hey, ladies. Welcome to Speak Life Project with Lex. I'm so excited that you're here. And to just dive right into this topic, I am talking about um, body image today, which is another loaded topic, but it's probably going to take a few episodes for us to tackle the whole thing. But this has just been on my heart. And I know that most of us women, we deal with body image in different ways. And I really think it's because we grew up hearing certain things. Society tells us what we should look like. Friends tell us what we should look like. Then comes social media and the comparison. There's just so many aspects to it. And I have a question, though, for you. Do you love yourself or do you hate yourself? And that's like a question that we have to think about and really take time to reflect on because I sat there one day and thought about it. I'm like, I do love some parts of me, but I think that there was other parts that I hated and that I would try to mask because I didn't want to deal with it. And... So it's just a question to to really dwell on. Do you love yourself or do you hate yourself? Do you always pick yourself apart? Do you love your flaws and all? The flaws are the things that we can't really change about ourselves, like your feet or your height or your hair that God gave you, your skin color. Those are things that we cannot change. And those are the hardest things that if you don't like it, it really is something that you have to to overcome, to be able to live life freely and not secretly hate on yourself. And um, I wanted to share a story about when I was a kid. I was that chubby, tall kid, always the tallest in the class, which is ironic because I was born a preemie. I was a premature baby. And so they always said that I would be behind, but I ended up being the tallest. I was really smart. And like I said, I was chubby and I always got made fun of for that. I was called all kinds of names for my feet, my height. My hands were so big. My hands were bigger than the boys. And <laughs> and I was always taller than them, so they would roast me. And I would laugh along with them, but deep down inside, it really hurt me. But I guess I became so good at faking it that no one could tell that it hurt me. They just thought that I just thought it was funny as well. But deep down inside, I know it took root. And it caused me to have issues for most of my life. Fast forward to when I was when I got older, I would do all the things, all the diets, all the I wanted to be thin and I wanted to never be taller than anybody. So I would wear the, the flattest shoes so I wouldn't be taller than any of the guys in high school. I would wear, um, I guess, things that would make to me made me think that I looked more beautiful. So I would wear skimpy clothes. I always straightened my hair. Literally, you never saw my hair uh, curly because I just thought that it looked horrible. And so I would always straighten it. And that was a whole hassle in itself. I always had to make sure that no one saw it any other way. And if it was that other way, I was so annoying with my friends. I would always be like, how does my hair look? How does my hair look? How does my makeup look? How does this look? And they're like, oh my gosh, you're so annoying. And I just couldn't help it. It just consumed me. It was this thing that just consumed me because I never got to the root of it. I just kind of masked it. And when I became an adult and got married, it was the same thing. It never really went away. I loved my husband because he loved my feet, which was different. And he loved my hair and everything for myself. Like he was like, I love your hair curly. And I'm like, really? I'm like, no one has ever told me that. And so he's like, yeah, I love your hair curly. It makes you look exotic and different. And I was like, you're a keeper. <laughs> and then my feet, like the first time that he rubbed my feet, it was so awkward. And I even cried because I'm like, I've always got made fun of it. So it just was weird. It was like this weird process. And 
I don't know if anyone else relates with that, but the more open that we are about these things, the more someone out there can relate to those stories. Like, yeah, I feel the same way. Or maybe you kept it down inside. And another thing is if you be if you went through trauma, you may see your self-worth in a different way, too. I know when um, I went through a season after I, I got raped from somebody, I hated myself. Like I had like this self-worth thing. I'm like, I'm not even worthy of anything. And so I just saw myself from this lens of brokenness, this lens of feeling disgusting. And when you have a self-hatred, you hate everybody else around you. And that's a heart issue. So fast forward, I was married and I still had these insecurities. I kind of just stuffed down. I saw this opportunity to do a bikini competition, which is like this fitness thing. So I'm like, I have this opportunity to get to become the most fit in my whole life that I've ever been, to have abs, to have all these muscles. So I'm going to do it because it's going to make me feel good. All those things that I've been feeling my whole life is going to go away. So I trained and I worked my butt off for five months straight. Um, I did cardio in the morning, cardio at night. I did um, weight training for like two hours in the gym. And of course, this was before I had kids. And I was seeing results. I had abs for the first time in my life. I'm like, this is amazing. But it wasn't enough. There was still this uncontentment there. I remember looking in the mirror and I'm like, I'm still fat. Like I'm still and I, I literally had no body body weight left. But I still was like, there could be more. There could be better. I could still lose more. And it was like this monster that I was feeding and this uncontentment thing that just never went away. And so I finally got on the stage, did the competition, was the most fit that I've ever been in my life reached that goal that I wanted to reach, but I still felt, I still felt that emptiness inside of I'm still not where I want to be. And that's when I realized this is more than what I see myself as in the mirror. This is a heart issue. This is something inside that I have to deal with. It's, I have to get to the root. And so I took some time with the Lord and I'm like, I, guess I have a hatred. I hate myself. I don't like how I look. And I tried to treat it the best way that I think I could, but it's time to give it to you. And he just showed me um, where it stemmed from, which was from the trauma and a lot of the ways that I saw myself from what people had told me. So I didn't really deal with it all at once at that time that he showed me, because I guess it was a lot. But I was like, okay, it's more than just what I'm seeing and it's from it's my perspective because of what happened. And so I want to encourage you out there that if you are dealing with that with body image issues and maybe it's like a hush hush thing or you masked it through makeup, through fitness, through other things, it won't ever go away. Though that mindset will never go away until you get to the root of why you're feeling that way. Like what is causing you to feel that way? What is there a traumatic situation that happened or is it because your mom or or uh, you saw family members talk down upon themselves when they see themselves in the mirror. That's a huge thing, too. Like, if I don't have a daughter, but if we have daughters, if we have sisters, if we have others around us, they hear us say that. And we're so harsh on ourselves. I remember being in a fitting room and there were these girls. They were young girls. They're like in the prime. Their body is, you know, young and all, the, all those things. And I overheard them say, I just hate myself. I'm so ugly. Why do I even try? And I literally almost cried for them because I'm like, are you serious? We just passed on this mindset to the next generation because we talk like that. And I've caught myself talking like that too. I'm like, oh, I'm so ugly. I'm so fat. These stretch marks, these things. And 
we're just constantly speaking death and those around us are picking up on that. And so next thing you know, they're talking like that too. So we have got to stop that. We have to learn and get to the root so that we can love ourselves and then we can love others the same way. Or we're just going to continue this cycle, this, uh, this pattern of speaking death over our bodies when we can't change most of the parts of our body. We can't change that. We can change our weight, but we can't change our flaws. That's how God made us. He made us in his image. And so when we speak bad about ourselves, we're kind of like telling God the way that you made us, it's not valid. I don't like it. And that's so rude because we're made in his image and he made you perfect. A lot of the things that we talk harsh about ourselves stem from a heart issue. And I know that a lot of people that have the insecurities with their bodies, we have, a, there's a lot of shame there and shame causes us to hide and to recluse. And I know that if some people have went through trauma, I've heard of people eating to become, they want to look ugly so that it can kind of like, that situation can never happen again. So say that someone took advantage of you. I, I know a few girls that said that they would eat to feel good and because they felt lonely, they would turn to food, but also they wanted to eat to hide. And that's where that shame comes in. And so on the outside, you're just like, oh, that person is overweight or that person is big, but you don't really know the story and the the shame or the traumatic situation that took place for them to feel that way. And then there's the opposite thing where you starve yourself to punish yourself. Oh, I ate too much today. I shouldn't have ate this. I shouldn't have ate that. So I'm going to starve myself so that I can punish my body or punish myself for doing that. And that's so unhealthy as well. So we have to find that balance and we have to be real with ourselves to say, I'm going to cut that generational thing off. I'm going to cut that cycle off because I want to be all that God has called me to be. We're all unique. We're all different. We're all beautiful in our own ways. My biggest takeaway for you guys, and even for myself, like I'm preaching to myself because when I had that realization with God, it, I still didn't see myself the way that he saw me. Because afterwards I became a mom and then my body changed again. And when it changed again, more of those things started to surface. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Like I thought I was fat before, I'm huge now. And I would just look at myself in the mirror and my body was different. I did have stretch marks, but my body housed a baby. Like it housed two beautiful babies and I would do it all over again. But I had to come to that realization where I'm like, you created me to be a mom. You created me to um, to carry these two boys. And so whatever changes that took place to my body, like I wear it as a badge of honor now because that's my story. And just like you guys have a story, don't be ashamed of the changes that do happen. As we get older, we get gray hairs, we get wrinkles, but we have to embrace every season and all the changes that come our way because that's how God made us. And a lot of it we can't control. So my biggest takeaway is we have to get to the root of the problem to break that cycle. So what is it? Is it shame from a traumatic situation? Is it shame because of words that we've spoken over ourselves or maybe family members have, to have spoken over us, friends? Maybe there's friends or a boyfriend that may have put you down and you took that on and never really dealt with that issue. Um, and two, we need to forgive ourselves and our bodies. We have to move forward. If we don't forgive ourselves or those around us that put that shame or that guilt on us, then we'll never move forward in that area. And we'll always be bound and stuck with that mindset of 
nothing's good enough. We're uncontent. We always have to change something about ourselves. And then number three, we need to see ourselves and love ourselves the way that God sees and loves us. So when you have that revelation that you're a daughter, then you start to have the mindset of Christ and you start to want to look like him. And you're reminded that you are made in his image. So when you, when the enemy says that you're ugly or that you're never going to look like this, you're never going to be a model, you're never going to be able to look like your friend or if you're comparing yourself, you're a daughter of God. And so remember that you're unique, you're an original, you're not a copy. You don't want to fake it. You want to be who he's created you to be. And so to conclude this, I have this exercise I know that really helped me um, be free in this area. And there's so much more we could talk about, but I really just wanted to get to the root and to forgive ourselves for speaking death over our bodies and for even like putting that shame and that stuff on us because of what we saw, what we grew up seeing. And so if you have a mirror at home, it could be any mirror. It could be the mirror that you look at when you brush your teeth, or it could be like this stand-up mirror here on the side. Um, What you could do is take a sticky note, index card, some tape, anything like that, and just start to write out things that you want to see better in yourself. So I would stand in front of the mirror and I looked at myself and I said, okay, body I and self, I forgive you or I forgive me for being harsh on myself. And um, this was like the specific prayer that I prayed. I said, I forgive me for hating me. I love me in the way that God has made me, flaws and all. I break off any word curse that I spoke over myself and that others have spoken over me. And then as I would say that, there was um, names that popped up that I never forgave for making fun of me or teasing me for my body. And so I really like just sat there and forgave them one by one and really just uh, evaluated that area. So if while you're doing this exercise, if somebody pops in your mind, really take that time to to forgive them and let it go. Because if you don't, bitterness just creeps in and then it takes root and then you're just angry at yourself and at everybody else. And we don't want that to happen, right? And then I said, today I choose to be free and to love myself. I will be patient with myself and not hard on my progress, but I will be patient with the journey that I'm on because ultimately this is a journey. It's a vehicle. It's not a destination. We never get to the, to like this specific perfect place, right? We can always grow and we can always um, better ourselves. And so when I took the time to pray that prayer, I did feel some things shift and change in my mindset. Um, I got emotional and I cried, which was okay. Like you can cry and to cry it out because it feels good when you let it go and when you let it out and when you forgive yourself. And so I wrote these uh, sticky notes because I wanted to show you the example. And this one says, I love me. And I put it on the mirror. This one says, I am unique. And then I have one that says, I love my feet because <laughs> that was my biggest one. And I would take the time to look at each body part that was a huge flaw to me that I couldn't change. And so I would look at my feet and I say, feet, I forgive you or I forgive myself for for uh, all the stuff that I would say about you. Thighs, I would I forgive you or I forgive myself for 
saying that you're this and you're that. I look at my face. I'm like, I love you face. I love you hair. Um, God made you that way. And there's nothing that I could change about it, but I'm going to embrace it. And it could feel awkward at first. And it did feel awkward, but there was a freedom that took place on the other side. So this one says, I love my feet. This last one says, God made me. And I put a smiley face. And you can put whatever comes to mind, like whatever you feel like is the area in your body that you hate or that you strongly dislike. Take the time to write it down, put it on your mirror, and so that you're reminded each day of how God made you and how you can love those parts that you've always hated or that others have always pointed out. And I want to pray for you before I go. Um, and encourage you to try this exercise in your alone time because it really is a freedom that you can walk in. There's a, another side to the self-hatred that we can have for ourselves. And so, Lord, I would just want to pray for every woman that's on here who may be dealing with body image issues in any way, um, in their mind, in the, whether it's um, on the inside or the outside from a traumatic situation, or maybe it's just from words that they grew up hearing. I just pray that you would change their perspective, that you would change their mindset, that they would begin to have a revelation of who they are as a daughter so that they could begin to love themselves. Lord, I just pray that you would help them to forgive them, forgive their self for the things that they've spoken over themselves. I pray that you can that you would also help them to forgive others that may have spoken death over their bodies. I pray that you would just help them to to see themselves as worthy as the gem that you've made them to be the precious gem that you made them to be, the gold that's inside, the diamond that's in the rough. I just pray that you would just begin to show them this revelation of who you created them to be as a beautiful woman of God. And I just pray that this will be the start and a journey of something new, of freedom that they can walk in. And I pray that this will they'll never be the same again after seeing all that you've created them to be and to love themselves the way that you've created them to be. And I thank you for each and every one of them. I pray that they'll have a great day and a great week. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that this encouraged you and helped you um, start the process of loving yourself because once you love yourself, there's a confidence that Jesus talks about, a confidence, a boldness, and then also you you get to love your neighbor the way that you love yourself. Have a great day. Mm -hmm.